You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is CBS Sports Radio, and you are locked in to the JR Sport Brief show. Pat yourself on the back and happy Monday night to you, depending on where you live. It might be Tuesday morning. Good for you. I'm just happy that you're here. And we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. If you need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family, Rocket rocket can i hope you had a tremendous monday i hope you had a tremendous weekend i hope you had a nice holiday this is the holiday season it's official the next month is man we're gonna run through a million holidays celebrate them all why don't you thanksgiving christmas hanukkah festivus kwanzaa i don't know what else there is to celebrate make up your own holiday And then there's obviously going to be New Year's. And then we're going to move into the NFL playoffs. And then we're going to have the college football championship after we get through the playoff. And then we'll even have a better idea of the team soon. And then we'll blink and then boom, it'll be February. Sorry. I hit the fast forward button a little too much. But you get my drift. I'm being joined by super producer and host, Dave Shepard. Hey, Dave, did I let everybody know the studio that I'm coming out from? I'm so excited about the weekend being over. Yes. <laughs> I did. Good. I can't I can't keep there's so much stuff I have to do here. I don't remember. Yes, you did. Anyway, Monday night football. Also went down because it's it's Monday night. And the Pittsburgh Steelers, they went into Indianapolis and they beat the Colts twenty-four to seventeen. We're gonna keep talking about that game. These are two teams for this season that are, I don't want to say they're going absolutely nowhere, but they're not. Pittsburgh Steelers are trying to build their their young quarterback up, trying to build up their young players. And the Indianapolis Colts, they are treating the rest of the season like it's uh, a Petri dish. It's like, oh, well, Matt Ryan didn't work. Let's bench him. Well, let's fire Frank Reich. Let's bring in Jeff Saturday. The Colts' defense is, is okay, pretty good, I'd say. Tonight they gave up 24 points, not their, their best showing or outing. But the Colts are just going through the motions right now. They are trying to hit the fast-forward button into the offseason so they could figure out their quarterback situation of, we know Matt Ryan ain't the guy. Ellinger ain't the guy either. And Jeff Saturday is basically babysitting this squad and getting firsthand coaching experience for a team that is going nowhere. 
And so when I saw this matchup from Monday Night Football weeks ago, I said to myself, oh, my God, this is going to be miserable. And to start the game off, the Indianapolis Colts did their best job to make sure that this game was miserable because in the first quarter, they stunk. They were terrible. The Colts had zero yards of offense in the first quarter. Zero yards. They only had the ball for two minutes. Matt Ryan threw an interception. This game was crap out of the gate. And I'm saying to myself, oh, my God, are the Colts ever going to score the football? Because from the get-go, the Steelers got things going with a field goal in the first. And then they scored another field goal. And then we actually saw a touchdown about halfway through the second quarter as Pittsburgh went up 13 to nothing against the Colts. And you can think Najee Harris, a six-yard touchdown run, about halfway through the second. Listen to this. First and goal at the six. Pickett under center. Najee gets the call. Najee threw a crack down to the goal line. Touchdown, Pittsburgh. For Najee Harris, number four on the year, and you hear the Steelers fans, and you see the terrible towel a-twirling. Oh, my goodness. There were a lot of terrible towels twirling. I don't care if you listen to the game on the radio or if you're like me. I watched some of the game before I got on air for the show, and then I watched the rest of the game while I, I was here, and – Steeler fans are some of the best and most well-traveled fans in sports here in North America. I don't care where the Steelers go, where they play, their fans are going to be represented. They were there tonight in Indianapolis. Not that damn far, so not a surprise at all. And so we basically went into halftime. The Colts were able to put a field goal up on the board. 16 to 3 at the half. 16 to 3. And that score from Najee, you heard that courtesy of the Steelers radio network. But I'm saying to myself, are, are we going to get a shutout here? And we didn't. Somehow, some way, right out of the gate on their first possession of the game, the Indianapolis Colts, they answered. They actually made this a football game. Listen to this, courtesy of the Colts radio network to begin the third quarter. Taylor, the back of the left side. Ball to your hash. They give it to Taylor, and he scrapes off a block, and he's in there. Touchdown, Jonathan Taylor. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y for JT. He's got a rushing touchdown in three consecutive games, and the Colts have their first touchdown of the night. It's 16-9. to Okay. Chase McLaughlin, he was able to kick the ball in. Boom, 16 to 10. This is a game now. It's competitive. The Colts made it look like something. They couldn't muster anything to start the game off, but now it's 16 to 10. That wasn't their only score. How about this? The Indianapolis Colts not only made this a competitive game in the third quarter, With only seconds left, they actually took a lead. Listen. Ryan out of the gun. Taylor stays in as his back to the right side. Looking left, Ryan. Watson in the fade pattern into the end zone. It's a catch by 
Michael Pittman Jr. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. And the game is tied. 16 apiece with 16 ticks to go in the third quarter. Wow. 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 They went up and were, were able to take the lead there. 17 to 16. The Colts actually had a lead. They were hot crap to start the game. They they scored 14 points here in the in the second. Wow. What a big deal, right? The Indianapolis Colts might actually win the game heading into the fourth quarter. But just like the first quarter, just like the second quarter outside of a, a field goal, the Indianapolis Colts did not score again. With about 10 minutes to go in the fourth, all it took was a Benny Snell two-yard touchdown run and a two-point conversion to close out this game. Listen. Pickett's going to go shotgun wide side to his left. And Gunner's in the shotgun inside Deontay. They hand it off and running left and getting to the end zone is Benny Snell Jr. His first rushing touchdown of the year. And the Steelers leapfrog back on top. And that was pretty much all she wrote. It's not like the Indianapolis Colts didn't have other chances or opportunities. I, I mean, at the, the end of the game, with about 30 seconds left and, and Matt Ryan trying to go down the field, trying is the operative word, they ended up on, on a fourth and three. Seconds left. If, if you don't convert, game is done. And that's exactly what happened. I want you to listen to the happy folks from the Steelers radio network. Steelers show blitz. And he's back, and he runs to the left. He throws that ball down the field, and it will be broken up at the 12-yard line. A great job by Sutton and Minka, and that is your ball game. How about that? Sweet Marie. Oh, baby. It doesn't get any sweeter than this. I mean, the steal is a 4-7. and seven. Let's not go overboard here. The other team, the one that lost, the Indianapolis Colts, how does it sound from a loser? Let's listen to their radio network. Here we go. Ryan out of the gun. Shotgun snap. He floats to his left. Squares his shoulders. Throws downfield, and it's incomplete. No flag intended for Paris Campbell. And coverage is Sutton for the Steelers, and the Colts have turned it over on downs with 24 seconds to play. Yeah, what are you going to say? Nothing. At least he didn't bury the team. Allow me to do that. I called the Indianapolis Colts a Petri dish because they're nothing but an experiment right now. And so the final score was 24-17. to 17. The Pittsburgh Steelers go into Indianapolis. It feels like the Steelers are at home, and they're able to, to pretty much shut down the Colts outside of that third quarter where the Colts scored both of their touchdowns, both that Jonathan Taylor run and that Michael Pittman touchdown pass that he got, obviously, from Matt Ryan. If you think about Matt Ryan, he is now in his career. He's 0-4 against the Steelers. He has never beat this team in his entire career, obviously spending almost all of it in the NFC South with the Atlanta Falcons. Now he's in the AFC, 
and I have no idea what the future holds for Matt Ryan. We open up the show talking about some of these quarterbacks who are just having just just down seasons. If Tom Brady is below 500 with the Bucks, he's playing behind popsicle sticks on an offensive line right now. Russell Wilson and the Broncos have lost seven of eight. They can't muster a score to save their life. And then Aaron Rodgers, not only did he, has he been playing with a broken thumb, now he's been dealing with a, a, a busted up rib and he's telling all of us he's going to play the next game against the Bears. And you can put Matt Ryan in that category. Uh, he's been speaking to the media. He actually spoke to the media a few minutes ago. We'll hear from him in a little bit. He's in that same category. Like, I have no idea what happens with Matt Ryan after this season. What are the Colts going to do, trot him back out there next year? Hell no. They, 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 Frank Reich basically showed him the bench. The first thing Jeff Saturday did was, was put him back out there because he gives them the best chance to win. The Colts aren't going anywhere. And the Pittsburgh Steelers at this point of the season, they're, they're just all about growth. Kenny Pickett has now played his third consecutive game without turning the football over, and that's progress. What you want to see the rest of the season is that he can take care of the football, that he can start to connect with his receivers. It's just it's a growth process and a building process for everybody on the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're young. They're 4-7. and seven. Mike Tomlin has not had a losing season. This is probably going to be the first of his career. But, man, you, you can't just win and kick ass forever. It doesn't work that way. Everybody has to start from somewhere. And so Mike Tomlin, he did speak to the media. And Mike Tomlin, he says he's happy for Monday Night Football, and he's happy that he has this team. Take a listen. I'm just appreciative of, of having an opportunity to compete on Monday night football, man. All of us grew up on it, and it's just a part of the fabric of our society, man, and it's, it's an honor to participate in it and win. I'm appreciative of the efforts of the guys. Um, you know, we got a lot to work on, but we were good enough tonight to secure victory, and for that, we're thankful, man. We got a short week, got another road trip waiting on us, and so we got to sleep fast and do those things. Okay. This, look. I told you, I learned about this game, and I said, this game's going to suck. And it was, a, it was a good game, all things considered. The middle of it was good. The beginning was nothing. The Colts gave us nada. They came out hot in the third quarter, put up 14 points, and then they did nothing in the fourth. At least the game was close. At least it, it had its moments but I actually tweeted this out. I said, we got two mediocre teams. Hopefully and maybe they'll give us a decent game. Mike Tomlin talks about loving Monday night football. He is 19-3 and Monday night football. 19-3. and There's something about Mondays that Mike Tomlin appreciates. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Louisiana. Let's talk to Homer. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Homer? I'm Mario, right, though, JR. Thank you for uh, taking my call uh, tonight. Yeah, man, down here in Louisiana, it doesn't feel much better than up there in Indianapolis right now, just with the way the uh, Saints have been playing. 
you know, I don't know who to really pick on because it just seems like the whole team is kind of quit on uh, Dennis, Coach Dennis Allen. Well, yes. I, uh, well, can you really be surprised? Maybe not this bad. Not this no, bad. Not and this they, bad. Not this bad. They didn't. They didn't muster a, a damn point against San Francisco yesterday. But everybody knew this. No Drew Brees. No Sean Payton. There was going to be an adjustment period. It's just a matter of how long it takes, and and God knows it. it it's probably going to take a few years now until you find a. A, a quarterback, and then a head coach to work with him. It's like a train wreck. We need Sean Payton or somebody back. Well, I don't know if Sean Payton's going to come back. You think that man ain't coming back. He's going to end up somewhere else. Uh, uh, I think uh, Gail Benson needs to open up the pocketbook a little bit and try to get Sean back because we need somebody back real bad. You know Gail Benson's probably taking a nap right now on some uh, some Egyptian cotton. You know that, right? Mm-hmm, probably so. Yeah. She's uh, setting up high pretty good. Yes, yeah, she is, and she ain't worrying about nothing right now. Homer, I appreciate you, man. Good luck to Thank your you. team. Thank you. You have a good Christmas. You as well. Thank you, Homer. Oh, well, yeah, I'm already going to have a good Christmas. It's, uh, let's see. Oh, damn, it's less than a month away. Time flies, man. How did, how did we get here already? December first is looking us. When is December first? On Thursday, shop. It's it's Thursday, right? You would be correct. Man, I feel like it was just New Year's. So it's two days from now. Two days from now, we're in December. Man, that's fine, right? Flies wow. by. Yeah, it does. I, I, they say it flies by when you're having fun, but it doesn't matter if you're having fun. You're miserable. The time is just gonna beat your ass. It's just that's just the facts. And so here we are. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. It's a hard life, man. Quarterbacks, you get the love, you get the hate. I know there are people right now who are high on Kenny Pickett. There are people who, you know, don't know what he's going to do. Zach Wilson got benched, and... And Tom Brady is miserable. And Aaron Rodgers always looks miserable. It's Russell Wilson is getting yelled at. It's it's tough being an NFL quarterback, isn't it? I guess it's not so bad when you're getting paid $30, $40, 50000000 dollars a year, even if you stink. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We'll keep these phone lines open. We're going to hear from more of the Steelers. Mike Tomlin had some high praise for his current quarterback, Kenny Pickett. And then Matt Ryan. Man, I I feel like he's he's being taken out to the glue factory. This is it's just sad watching this be the end of uh, Matt Ryan's career. Not that he's going to retire or quit, but we know there's there's no more upswing. I'd be shocked. For his career. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to talk more about these quarterbacks, the ones on the up, the ones on the down. And then, yeah, tonight, the Pittsburgh Steelers beat Indianapolis 24 to 17. We'll talk about that, and you'll hear, you'll hear more from Mike Tomlin on the other side of the break. It's the JR Sport Re Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, such a fan of yours, man. Thanks for taking my call. And, you know, you don't always get the most sane of callers, but you always handle it with such professionalism. And I really appreciate your content you put out, man. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Well, that's cool. Someone thinks I'm a professional. That's cool. Many do. No, I'm going to, hey, chef, I'm going to get me a hoodie. <laughs> and I'm just going to put professional, what, what, professional sports radio guy? What do I put on it? You you uh, have made that qualification for a long time now. Yes. Yeah. Professional sports radio guy. I'm going to put that on a, on a hoodie. I'm going to wear it for the rest of the season until it gets too hot. Anyway. Just don't forget your license uh, at the gate. Are you, are you talking about my? Uh, Embarrassing. My uh, my pilot, second in command, whatever he calls himself or she calls themselves. No, this this is two dudes. Yeah. Anyone who uh, who who wasn't aware of what Shep just referenced uh, earlier today, I was in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, at at John Hopkins, and, and shout outs to everyone at John Hopkins and the amazing things that they're doing for for individuals with many abilities, uh, intellectual abilities, uh, physical abilities, disabilities, wherever you fit on on the scale. Uh, I was there, and on my way back from, from Baltimore, back to Georgia, the pilot on my plane, we were delayed for I don't even know how long. I just tried to take a nap. We had to be have delayed, I don't know, for me about 40 minutes plus because the pilot on the plane, one of the pilots, he forgot important paperwork. This man had to get off the plane, go back to the airport at BWI. Yeah, I shouted out uh, the airport in Baltimore. So now everybody's going to know who this guy is. And he had to go back to his, his van to get this paperwork. And then he had to come back through security and get back on the plane. Yes, an, an, eventful, uh, an eventful day of which many people were upset that they missed their connecting flights because uh, one of the pilots forgot paperwork. Anyway, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. All that matters is that I'm here. And if I didn't make it back to Georgia, I'd be broadcasting in Baltimore. It doesn't matter to me. I'd broadcast from, I don't know, uh, anywhere. Let me just put it that way. Tonight, Monday Night Football, the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Indianapolis Colts 24-17 to right before we went to break. It's like a tale of two teams. The Indianapolis Colts wish, I think, today that they were in the position of the Steelers. The Steelers have their established head coach in Mike Tomlin. It still drives me absolutely nuts when people go, well, Mike Tomlin should be fired. Fire Mike Tomlin. Do you see Mike Tomlin's record? Like, what you want this guy to do? He's coaching a bunch of, uh, let me be respectful here. He's coaching young players who are establishing themselves. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. There's nothing else that Mike Tomlin can do. He can't physically go out on the field and trip people on the sidelines. Sorry about that. That was a Mike Tomlin accident. But the man is not deserving of being sent home. So please relax and chill out. Meanwhile, you got the Indianapolis Colts here. They're trotting out Matt Ryan. They got a rookie offensive play caller upstairs. 
Jeff Saturday, for all the NFL games that he played, 211 of them, he's played more games than any head coach in NFL history, actually. What is that supposed to do for him as a coach? He's still coaching crap. Frank Wright couldn't fix this. What is Jeff Saturday going to do? This is nothing but a glorified experiment. And the Indianapolis Colts, they should really just hope for the offseason to come very quickly so they can figure out who's going to throw the football and then who's actually going to run the team. Because I don't think it's going to be, in the long run, Jeff Saturday. Meanwhile, Kenny Pickett, he completed 20 of 28 passes. 174 yards. He was able to scramble for 32 yards. And I think this is very important for Kenny Pickett, of which he's had multiple games of just throwing the ball to the other team in bunches. It's his third consecutive game where Kenny Pickett did not throw an interception. And Mike Tomlin talked about Kenny Pickett after the game. And Mike Tomlin, he feels very positive about where he and the Steelers are going. What do you see from Kenny in terms of week-to-week progress, and in particular his ability to overcome adversity and shake it off? Guys, you guys ask me that every week. You know, he's getting better every week, and it's in a very natural way because of experience. Um, he's a competitor. He's smart. Um, but it's still a lot of meat on the bone, and, and it's just a process. Uh, but like I always say, he's good enough and we're good enough to win while that happens. And so we're not grading him or us on a curve. We acknowledge that he's very much in development. Uh, you can ask me next week, and I'll tell you, he got better in all areas again next week because with each snap becomes exposure and sharp guys, guys that are competitors, they grow from those things. Yeah, it, it's correct. It takes time. Even the rest of this season isn't going to be a full indicator of, of who or what Kenny Pickett is. It's going to take into next year. And if you think about this, the Steelers selected him at number 20 in the draft this year. I was even a little shocked and surprised. I'm like, oh, well, damn, they, they went local. They kept the pit guy. They took the dude who has more 300-yard passing games and has the most 400-yard passing games at Pitt. You know who else went to Pitt? Some guy named Dan Marino. And Kenny Pickett was out there lighting it up. And then we heard the conversations about Kenny Pickett and his hands. Are his hands too small? Is, can he grip a football? Is he going to you know, be able to hold the football by the time it gets cold? Well, damn it, we're going to find out because it's cold now. But up until now, this Heisman finalist has been able to hold his own in the NFL. And over the past several weeks, he hasn't been able just to hold his own. He's been able to hold on to the football. And for a rookie quarterback, that's something that you always want. And I don't care if he's playing against the Indianapolis Colts, who, who do have a solid defense, or if he's playing against the, the biggest or best or worst. It's tough for anybody to complete 20 of 28 passes, let alone someone who's just, just getting his feet wet here in the NFL. And so good on the, the Steelers, man. They might have their quarterback. I think it's still too early to tell, but it's it's nice that there actually is a full progression. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Houston, Texas, and talk to Jason. You're on the JR Sport Show. What's up, Jason? 
Hey, Jared, how's it going, man? I have no sympathy for these for these Steelers fans talking about Mike Tomlin, get out, Tomlin. Are you kidding me with this? Tomlin, Tomlin's a great coach. Like you said, he's, he's got a young team. He, he's guiding them. He's doing what he can with them. Take your view over to Houston for a minute. See what we got over here, all right? Have we had a winning season? I mean, I, I mean, we got Lovey Smith over here. When's the last time this guy has had a winning season, all right? Well, Lovey Smith, is, is he winning the press conferences? No, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is it's, – it's a it's – a, it's a bleep show, all right? It is a bleep yeah. show. Well, at least uh, at least they, they scored 15 points, right, against the Dolphins. That hey, was good. Hey, hey, that's a positive, right? Hey, look on the bright side, right, guys? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. You're killing yeah, me with this. I, I can't take it anymore. I understand. Well, you, you may have to take it for, uh, I don't know, maybe – well, yeah, you're going to have to take it for a little while longer. I can't yeah. put lipstick on yeah, it. Maybe a little Sorry. while longer, yeah. Sorry about that. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. No doubt about it. Hey, much love to everybody out there in the in the loop, listening on the loop, driving on the loop, out in Houston, Texas. Yeah, I know it's uh, it's rough going. David Cully, Lovey Smith. I wonder who the coach is next year just to show up and babysit as they still hunt and look for their quarterback. Who is it? Not anybody on a roster right now. Just look deep into that draft. 855-212-4CBS. Bob is calling from Michigan. Go ahead, Bob. Hi, JR. I think you're a great American. I mean Am that. I? Yep. Well, thank you. Thank you're, you. You're intelligent and fair, and, and you're cool. I, I want to talk about those pilots. You know, uh, this is their real busy weekend, and they've got their families, and everything's confused, and they're probably grasping at straws. And, right. and it reminds me of the knuckleheads I used to work with. The, the ranking pilot, he he blows the whistle on the guy. He forgot something in his car, and then he comes back. Could you all give me an applause, please? Right. <laughs> well, well, how, well, well here's, here's an analogy, Bob. Could you imagine if I stepped into the studio and I forgot my headphones? <laughs> Let's say I, I, I got to the studio late, of which I don't do. And let's say I forgot my headphones. And then I had to tell Shep, hey, Shep, for, forgive me. I have to drive home to get my headphones. You got to give me another uh, uh, 20 minutes. Can you, Im- can you imagine the pilot is supposed to fly the plane? Yeah. And he forgot some paper. We're like, what are we doing here? I, I bet right now he's telling his bosses, no excuse, no excuse. Wow. You, you, he's getting his ass whooped today? Is they, really, right? Oh, yeah. Why was the flight delayed, Bob? Well, not you, Bob. I'm just giving him a name. Why is the flight delayed, Bob? And he's just like, well, I had to leave the plane to go back to the parking lot to go into my van to get the, I don't know, the flight manifest. Like, what are we doing? His driver's license. I don't know, but here's the thing. I don't know if they made this up. He got back on the plane with a stack of papers in his hand. Oh, wow. That looked like it could only be printed out. You know, if, if you fly, for whatever reason, when they when they print paperwork at the airport, it still looks like it comes out of a printer from 1980 with the holes on the side, you know? <laughs> yep. I learned in the Army sometimes the only answer is no excuse. I got yeah. no excuse. Yeah, there's no excuse. Well, this man made a lot of people miss their connecting flights yeah. because he uh, he forgot uh, something. 
look look at this year. At least they didn't cancel the flight. You know, it could have got a little worse. But uh, yeah, well. hey, I want to touch on the Phillies if I could. Um, Please, I see the Phillies going all the way. I I, um, I don't have television, but um, on Mondays I go and watch the football highlights on the computer at the library. Okay, they have such an offensive line, and my Lions had the honor of facing them opening game this year. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You mean not the Phillies? You mean the, oh, yeah. the, the Eagles? Eagles, sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, they'll they'll be no, no they'll excuse. be yeah they'll well not for you either. They'll be fine. <laughs> it's just a matter of whether or not Jalen Hurts, who's playing like an MVP, can get them over the hump. Oh, we'll, the way we'll he see. ran against us, and then AJ Brown all the time. And but the best thing about him, I thought, was their offensive line. He's got a wall there. They can do whatever they want. They can. I and see them been, going all the way. They they brought a lot of veterans in to help out on the defensive side of the ball as well. They have a massive rotation. Yeah, so. they got Ndamukong Sue, ex-Lion. Yeah, as long as he's not stepping on anybody's head, they'll be okay. <laughs> Appreciate you, Bob. All right. Good one. Thank you, Bob. Shout-outs to Bob for calling for Michigan. He's showing some love and some empathy to the pilot. What a nice guy. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. I'm going to get to more of your calls, and then when we come back, we're going to hear from a loser. Oh, I'm sorry. That sounds harsh, but he did lose. He's the head coach, the new head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. It's Jeff Saturday. Both him and Matt Ryan, I guess they have some type of, uh, not excuse, but an explanation as to what happened tonight. I know what happened tonight. They suck. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey JR, how you doing, man? I appreciate listening to you every night, man, at work, man. You give me some joy. And uh, appreciate all your insight. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Monday night football is a rap Steelers. They beat the Colts 24 to 17. You know, here in the commercial break. Hey, Shep, what do people think I do during commercial? Think I just sit here? What do you think people think I do? I think people are intelligent, and speaking of the rejoin that we just came back with, insightful enough to realize you were working for four straight hours. There's no break in the JR Sport Brief when you're hosting live. I think so. Maybe people think that. Anyway, I want to show you how hard I work. I'm looking stuff up, quote-unquote stuff. Lakers are playing basketball right now. They have a lead over the other a team that represents uh, Indiana, the Pacers. Uh, Lakers are winning 107-96. to It's good for them. I also saw in Los Angeles that a Laker fan hit a half-court shot to win $75,000. And good for this fan. I'm sure Uncle Sam will snatch away at minimum, I don't know, twenty to 30000 of it, so I hope he uh, uses his money correctly. And then... Uh, I guess I'm a jerk. This is so normal. Anthony Davis went out to greet the fan. And I'm just saying to myself, uh, don't touch Anthony Davis because he he might break. Anthony Davis has been playing his ass off recently. And uh, there's just always an 
injury worry and concern as the Lakers just try to fight their way closer to 500. If they beat the Indiana, or excuse me, if they beat the Pacers tonight, they move a little bit closer to 8 and 11. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4CBS. The other team representing Indiana, the Indianapolis Colts, I just told you they lost. And this season is a lost one. They didn't score anything. Damn it, forget this. This is the ultimate point. They had zero yards of offense in the first quarter. They could only muster a field goal in the entire first half. They had two touchdowns in the third. Had nothing. Zip. Zero. Zilch in the fourth. And so their new head coach, Jeff Saturday, just just driving the vehicle, driving the car until the end of the season. That's what he had to say about their poor first half. Obviously, it wasn't nearly good enough the first half, and uh, I think everybody felt it. Wait, you know, just just not nearly enough plays and really self-inflicted wounds, uh, which has kind of been the story the last two weeks against opponents that, you know, you feel like you have an opportunity and don't make enough to, to close it out. Yeah, turnovers. An interception early in the game. A fumble in the, the red zone. I mean, this is... It's terrible. They, they they shot themselves in the foot. Matt Ryan, he knows about this. He's just, it's like he's being punished here at the end of his career. Matt Ryan going through just crap. He was singing the praises of the Colts when he joined. He was happy to be away from Atlanta, especially as they wanted to move on from him. And he completed 22 of 34 passes. 199 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Matt Ryan is just, his career is on the way to the glue factory. There's there's nothing positive here. And so Matt Ryan, he just spoke to the media as well, and he says, yeah, we suck. You know, it's disappointing. Um, It it really is, because I think the effort effort is good, uh, but our execution just hasn't been good enough. Anybody could have effort. You know, I can make an effort to go to the gym. That doesn't mean I actually went. Indianapolis Colts are going nowhere. Matt Ryan is just here. It's like the Indianapolis Colts, their their franchise is on timeout. Like they're in the process of just going through the motions until the season ends. I mean, even on the, the, the final play and final drive of the game, and they were facing fourth and three, it's, nothing happened. The ball was turned over on downs. That was all she wrote. You know, Jeff Saturday was asked, like, hey, you have timeouts at your disposal. You can stop the clock. You can try to set things up to either A, you know, uh, just, just try to tie the game and, and two points, just – he didn't even call a timeout. Listen to his explanation. I didn't feel like time was really of the essence at the moment. I thought we had a good play. Um, I thought we would get to it. Yeah, and I felt like we would get to it. You know, we, um, you know, obviously we don't do great on the backside, so it, it, it's, it's worse than it, you know. But I felt good about the call before. I felt like we had time. We would have timeouts afterwards. We were in striking distance. So, yeah, I, I never felt like the pressure of needing the timeout. Thought, Like I said, I thought the call was good. And, the, you know, we had – 
again, we were in that mode pretty much the whole second half, so it was pretty consistent with what we were doing. So, again, it wasn't like a change for us. Um, we just didn't execute it. I, the Indianapolis Colts are so crazy right now. I don't know what Jim Ursay is doing. There is nothing. What are you going to evaluate Jeff Saturday on for the rest of the year? Like, he got the job to be a glorified babysitter just to, quote-unquote, get the experience. There are no expectations from him for the rest of the year. What are you evaluating him on? And then when we get to the offseason, Jeff Saturday is going to sit down and he's going to formally interview for the job with, I don't know, however, however other people? Like, what are we doing here? I can't even say whether or not I think you'll have a gig next season because you can't judge it on nothing. He's coaching a team that has a a quarterback who has one foot out the door, whose career is done. The entire offense needs to develop. They've been cooked from the minute and second. Andrew Luck said, I'm out of here. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not putting my body through this. I don't want to go to the restroom and, and urinate blood. They've, they've been done. And so I actually feel bad for the Colts fans. They had a lot of great years with Peyton Manning. A couple of great years with Andrew Luck until he decided to quit. But if I'm a Colts fan, I'm just asking for the punishment to stop Bring me to the offseason. Allow me to bring in a new starting quarterback, a young one. Give me some hope for the future. Where the hell is the hope for the Colts? They don't have none. We got to wait until next month and next year. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I feel bad for Matt Ryan, too. We'll talk about Matt Ryan and some of these other quarterbacks who are not in a positive spaces right now plus your calls you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.